Oh, and it comes back to my childhood crush, Casper. Your we talked childhood about that. crush? Did we talk about that once? I don't think we talked about that. That is yeah. <laughs> like the ghost, some... not the boy he turns into at the end, but the ghost. <laughs> yeah, that and Flounder from the little, just bulbous, weird. <laughs> oh, you like sweet guys. That's what it is. Yeah, that we're not all sweet. Human. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, you, you knew even then. Welcome to TTFO, the podcast that's all about things that make us feel bad and how we're trying to feel okay. I'm Miriam Tinberg, feeling a different kind of energy being in person with Justin with this fancy microphone. That was more than one word. <laughs> it's a feeling. Um, and I'm Jesse Canizaro. I'm feeling like I've got a stomach ache, but also a bottle of mint Tums, which I know most people <sighs> prefer fruit, but I prefer mint. That's my long feeling of the day. <laughs> and I'm Justin Kroll, feeling weirded out by Jesse's mint Tums. <laughs> I, mint is gross because like, no, I've had the mint Tums and like, like I love mint. And, and for a minute, I'm like, this is real good. And when... You had like your sixth one of the day. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna vomit. Oh. I'm gonna have green vomit, and I'd rather have just the regular brown that comes from the mixture of fruit flavors. My stomach just can't handle fruit flavor when it's upset. I agree. I'm relying too much on the Thames. Can you hear this? Is that because? Oh, oh good, good for the pod. Good audio medium. <laughs> you can hear them. They're real. I have a prop. Is that because uh, Zantac is carcinogenic? Is that why you're onto the Tums now? Oh, no. Did I just... Am I going to get... Pro yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what isn't? Right. <laughs> they, they like, didn't recall it, so... When I was in Italy, we um, ate... I know, I know. That's like, wow, subtle flex, but... Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, we ate just a shit ton of food. We were like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then all the snacks in between, and then you just like snack to the next thing. Humble brag. Yeah, you know. And um, they had fennel next to or, or like a fennel like raw fennel in a cup and they were just like it's an antacid just throw it back in between meals and they just like eat it to settle the stomach do you have to chew it you have to chew it yeah it wasn't like a yeah juice, it's not like right? a swallow like a pill thing that that was more a me expression than this old italian lady she wasn't like throw it back per se <laughs> but i mean fennel's good but i i can't imagine that it's actually an antacid i don't, I don't I know I don't know. I, I sort of buy into these like oh, geez. healthy, <laughs> natural. I'm all about the like, let me just put ginger. Let me just chomp on some ginger. Ginger is always a cure. Ginger. No. Hard pass. Apple cider vinegar. That probably. No, none of these do anything. Okay? I've not dabbled in Nothing the ACV does game. Anything. But... The only thing that anything ever does is bad things. Okay. Can we be clear about this? <laughs> there are no positive health effects ultimately you will still die <laughs> yeah yeah seems like a safe yeah so so yeah just uh, as as you were saying earlier miriam we are in our or two two of the three of us are in one location in our home studio um which i don't i don't think i've named what the home studio is yet but i have to i have to yeah, come you, up with a name for I it i mean the zoo no the zoo is pretty good and we're like the zoo crew and like it's one like of those a morning show <laughs> And I might be doing a trip to LA in March. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Oh my God, that'd be a live show. We could get my sister <laughs> to be in the audience. Oh yeah, there we go. I do yeah, kind of like great. that, just Leah, like sitting on the side, just laughing <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
No, that'd be great. Because it's kind of awkward right now what we're doing. It's like I'm just and I are half looking at each other and then half looking yeah, at our right, separate screens. I'm and looking I'm like, at Miriam. I'm looking at you on my computer screen, <laughs> even though you're across the table. But I'm, and me. I'm looking at you looking at me on your screen. <laughs> so it's like when you're standing in front of a mirror with somebody and you're like, do I look at you while I'm having the conversation or do we look at each other in the mirror? I hate those awkward human moments. I don't, you mean like when you're in a, in a public bathroom or something? Yeah. Like in a bathroom. I guess this happens to me a lot, like yeah. in dressing rooms or, you know, you, you just sort of like, are do you turn? Mm-hmm. I always try and just like establish, nope, we're looking at each other in the mirror and I'm pretending you're not here. Oh, I do the half, half where I'm like sort of turned to my body, but like still kind of, and I'm like, you just take a stance. You're more confident with it. That's good. We need that hack body language expert that did the rounds on MSNBC this week to talk about how Bernie is a jerk. Oh, shit. <laughs> Neither of you saw that? No. I think our, our Twitter timelines are a little different. You're on the Bernie beat. The last episode I we did was a, like pretty hardcore Bernie episode <laughs> uh, with my, my wonderful friend, Rachel Reyes. I'm really happy that we got her on here. Yeah. But yeah, we were, we were feeling the burn. <laughs> I have no issue with it, but I... It was like, this is so funny. It's like, it, it's the hill you will die on. Do you know if our aunt listens to this podcast? Well, she likes, she likes it on she Twitter. She likes it on Twitter. I don't, know, I don't know what that means, but. I could be bold <laughs> and text it. Hi, aunt. <laughs> aunt. Um, Justin, let's, let's get into your week. Tell us about your worst feeling of the week. Justin's worst feeling of the week. Okay, my worst feeling this week. Um, the air is like bad right now out in LA and it's like like I walk down the street and be able to see the air on my street which is so gross I don't know if it's like because I live in the valley now or or what's going on but um so my I, I I've sort of been able to correlate my allergies to that I think and so I have been I basically felt like I'm sick for the last two weeks at least um so I'm taking a lot of Sudafed, I'm taking NyQuil at night, and it's it's just every morning I wake up and it's hard to breathe, and, and it's so frustrating, and it's so exhausting, and you know, when you have a cold, there are stages to it, but when you have the allergies that I have, there are not stages, like you just feel badly, and you have no idea when it's going going to go away, there's no way to predict it, there's no way to, like for me, there's not really much that works for it except for Sudafed, which has like a host of other problems. Um, and like tons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and so like the worst part of it is that my sinuses actually get swollen. So it's not even like, you know, to be clear, it's not like I'm super snotty. It's actually just that like, I can't get a lot of air in through my nose. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Is it like because of the fires too or smog or? I don't think it's too fiery out here right now. Um, but I, I do think the smog maybe. Is this like a situation? Maybe this is a plan or maybe not. This seems like a drastic plan. But um, I have a friend that had to do a nose surgery thing yeah, to see that. about it. Oh, you already did? I had that years ago. I'm actually at around the point where I would need it again conceivably. So that sucks. <laughs> Fuck. So it's been, it's been, um, it just has been a, a hard couple weeks because of that. So you had said before, you were like, can't record the pod in the morning because I have really yep. bad allergies. And I was like, whoa. So when you get up, like talk us through, walk us through the, the, like how long does it take for you to get to this level? And is it because you're like 
taking Sudafed it's, or does it naturally go away? Without the Sudafed, I can feel okay within the first like two hours usually. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, with Sudafed, that usually shortens it by like an hour maybe. Um, and, um, you know, it depends on the day. Sometimes it's fine and I, and I don't even feel bad at all. But t- like today was so bad. Wow. Yeah. And you don't have asthma or anything. I do have asthma actually. I have mm. allergy-related asthma. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I got the whole thing. I didn't even have asthma as a kid. I didn't get asthma until I was uh, 22. Man. Yeah. It's crazy how those things can just, like, happen to you later in life. I mean, this is a tangent, but now I'm like... I, I, I offered someone a peanut butter cup because I had a couple, and then... This is totally a tangent, but whatever. So I had two peanut butter cups in my in my pocket, and I offered him one, and he was like, I have a peanut allergy. And then I was like okay, is this a situation where I can't eat it? Like, is this just in the common culture? Like you don't engage in peanut stuff publicly. Having worked at a lot of summer camps and and such, they often do not allow peanut snacks. Nut-free camps and and schools. Airplanes airplanes. don't do it anymore. But I'm like, are we as the layperson allowed to do that now? Or is this like a, if we know the severity of these allergies? It does seem crazy to me that when I see people open like a thing of peanuts on an airplane, I'm like, you shouldn't do that. You're because- taking everyone down. Yeah. What are you doing? That's right. reckless. With recycled air. Yeah. Which is like- so bad for you. <laughs> so what were we talking about? <laughs> I mean, what's worst case scenario of these allergies? Justin's worst case scenario. I think for me, it always gets to like, what if I never feel better? <laughs> and, and like, what if this just keeps going or gets you know, steadily worse. Um, lately I'm freaked out by, um, whatever that virus is that, that is coming from China, I guess. Oh my God. Because I'm so afraid. Oh yeah. It just came to Washington. It's like SARS, I think. But it's like they shut down the airport in China. Oh wow. They shut down all the the public transit today, I think from this, this, I don't even think it's a city. It might be bigger, but yeah, from that, that area in China because 17 people have died. So they're like, gotta Mm. close off all the entrances and exits i've been staying away from it but like the fact that i have asthma and stuff really freaks me out i can't if i get a serious respiratory illness i I mean good thing i updated that insurance (laughs) truly yeah (laughs) yeah money well spent but like you know the, the the more realistic worst case scenario i guess is just that um i probably have to get that sinus surgery again um and I, I actually am a little freaked. I'm a little worried that maybe since I moved to the valley, the air is worse up here. And so maybe that's a thing. Mm. And I have to. It, the problem with all these ailments is that like <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what triggers them. So it's not just like, oh, you just need to stop doing X. It's like, well, I there's no way to figure it out. And I've gotten the allergy tests and all that stuff. And they're just so they basically they end up saying to me like, oh, I guess looks like you're kind of allergic to everything and <laughs> and to like uproot your life and move. Yeah, right. Like that's not realistic even. God, I wish there was just like a nose spray you could spray up, clear up that shit. Or is that the plan? Justin's plan. Great transition. What that a was, transition. I think our best. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> um so I need to be using the Flonase more because that specifically would help me with what I have cuz I guess it would help the swelling in, in my sinuses. Um, but in the past I've, I've gotten sort of addicted to Afrin, which I don't know if either of you. Oh, that's highly addictive. If used 
Efren is like the best shit in the world, but it's my, like my dad evil. was always like, don't take it frequently. Just take it once before a flight. Max, it's the only time you, you can... should use it. It's it's just the most effective drug I've ever used in my entire life. Like, what an endorsement. It is extraordinary stuff. And and it just makes you I used it one too many times and I started getting the rebound where your nose just sort of like shuts like closes a little bit. Oh my god. And that's that is truly hellish. And that's how you get addicted. Yeah. Yeah. So so the plan is to wait. We're on the plan, right? Yeah. 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 The plan is to start using nose close up to use the Flonase and to just take it easy. And I'm there was a while where I was taking like a lot of Sudafed and and that caused me a lot of other physical problems and stuff. So Mm. I'm taking a lower dose. I only take it if I absolutely need it because it makes me feel bad. I mean, it's kind of nice that with your professional and personal, it seems that you've set yourself up for success in that you can be like, I'm going to just recover every morning and that you don't necessarily have to be on at like 8 a.m. or whatever it is. So you're giving the fuck. You just know this is sort of going into my own um, worst feeling, but this idea of knowing yourself, knowing your boundaries, knowing what you need to succeed. And yeah, it sometimes sucks because you wake up and you literally can't breathe or yeah. whatever, but you just like, you, you're not gonna be able to fix that problem. Like I have pretty bad stomach issues and I'm like, long gone are the days where my stomach is going to be what it used to be. So now I have to figure out how I can survive what it is now. Yeah. And that's sort of, I think what you're dealing with. And it sucks to be like, oh, this, sh- I, I used to not have to deal with this shit, but. Yeah, right. seems like you have a good life set up where you can just recover for two hours and be like, sorry, I can't. I have to like clear my nose. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the, the good thing nice. is that um, I think this is my first worst feeling of the week in a while that is not ankle related. So yeah, Whoa. we're moving on to other bad feelings. Yeah, that's right. Nice. There's yeah. a where the where one in, where one door closes, another one's wide open. <laughs> you break one ankle, the other one. Wait, you yeah. feel one ankle, you break the other. I was like, there must be an expression somewhere. It's <laughs> a classic expression. Okay. Well, that's it for me. Okay. Yeah. Jesse, you wanna you wanna hit it? Jesse's worst feeling of the week. So my worst feeling of the week, um, like week and a half, two weeks. I don't think I talked about this last time, but stop me if I did. Um, my knees have been in pain. Ay ay A lot. Like suddenly, I don't know, just really both of them very sore all the time. And I don't know if it's a weather thing or, uh, you know, I have been walking briskly uh, across the streets of New York. (laughs) You got New Yorker knees. Yeah, I I had New Yorker knees. But I I feel, you know, like I'm too young to have this bad of New Yorker knees, but I, I I don't know. Maybe it's, I mean, it has gotten cold suddenly. Am I just feeling the cold and predicting the weather? I don't know. Is it a talent? I don't know. Um, but it has been bad in a way that I have never felt before. Oh, oh God. I don't know. Are you a runner? No. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to cast judgment either way. I ran track in middle school. Uh, oh, there you go. It's That's coming it. to bite you now. I mean, I do. I do run though, and I, I, you know, I, I, um, but I wouldn't call myself a runner. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, but I'm a walker. Yeah, like you said, yeah. you know, I got New York. I, you know, a New York walking. I'm a New York Christopher walking. I don't. That's nothing. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I yeah they I I walk 
all over and um and too quickly you know i'm always like you're you know you're in new york you're always rushing from one place to the next trying to get ahead of the crowd and um i don't know maybe it's all catching up to me i'm a have have worked on physical shows uh for the last couple years um physical comedies uh where you're like running around on stage jumping off platforms um jumping off couches and i always do it very safely um but you know, I, I'm sure there is somewhat of a toll. Jesse's worst case scenario. Yeah, I guess, you know, similar to what you were saying, Justin, it's it's that feeling when you get to a certain part of your life where you just go, is this it now? Is this just my life? Um, I also, you know, I have relatives and friends who have had to go through, you know, double knee replacement surgery. <laughs> um, and and I know that that's a that's a big it's it's a very common surgery now. You know, a lot of people get it. Um, but I, I <laughs> it's not that common. A lot of people get double knee replacements. Isn't that like one of those intense ass surgeries? <laughs> Wait, you have friends your age? Not your my age. age have... Not my okay, age. okay. But I think I'm nervous that why am I feeling this now? Am I going to have to get double knee replacements? That's I think why now? we're all afraid. Like you said that too, Justin, you're just afraid that this is going to be your lifelong plight. And that's how I feel right. about my stomach. I'm like, it's going to get progressively worse. I mean, I have, this is literally based off of no research, but I just feel like, um, because it came so suddenly, it'll leave again. Totally. Like it's a you temporary <laughs> situation. Yeah. Anything that happens quickly goes away quickly. Yeah. We that's, know that. that's, that's a scientific yeah. fact. <laughs> we're all doctors. Sure. We're not. We're not. We're not. Um, yeah. You know, we're not doctors. We're not doctors. We're, did we say that? We're not doctors. Um, no, we didn't actually. We didn't put our normal. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, people would have really thought so. Yeah, Disclaimer. Like, well. I'm not a doctor. Um, <laughs> no, you know, it's like every night this week, I, I, when I'm I, at my my boyfriend's cats um they'll crawl into my lap and I, I i have i always love to sit cross-legged and suddenly it just oh. like after um like 30 seconds of sitting cross-legged i just feel this pain in mm. my knees um in both of them and it's um i don't know i don't know i've been doing a lot of stretching pulled out the oh. old yoga mat <laughs> yeah. yeah what's Which your uh what's your what's your plan what else are you gonna do the plan twofold um definitely as i feel like i've said this so many times Keep but i'm gonna start taking yoga mm. uh i have yeah, a tab open on my phone so that means i'm gonna do it now um no but i honestly i did actually pull out my yoga mat and i i was i i pulled up like a yoga youtube series and and actually it made me feel better and i also um made a point yesterday to go to the gym because i'll you, sometimes when these things come up out of nowhere um you're like oftentimes you you should rest um but i i, I tried to um just do some a little bit of of bike exercises mm-hmm. exercises on, on on the bike and actually today when i was walking around i noticed that the pain had kind of alleviated or, or was was away for a lot of the day um i don't, I don't know look at this it had a start um, middle and end yeah and i think that. you're gonna come out on, on the other the side clear, now. for and sure for the future i i did google cute orthopedic shoes <laughs> and let me tell you 
2020, we're living at a time where orthopedic shoes are actually very cute. They no, can, this they is are such a thing. I'm going to Google this right now. Orthopedic What's that? shoes. There are. They're like, they come in booties and heels. Like there's cute, fashionable orthopedic heels. I don't know. It's some science has advanced Dr. Scholl's. <laughs> I had Dr. Scholl's wedges in high school, and those mm-hmm. shits were the most comfortable shoes I've ever had, truly. Yeah. And they were, like, yeah. clunky, and they had, like, a nice soft um, right. insole thing. And I was like, yep, no one mm-hmm. knows fashion and health. But you know what? It's the, today, Honestly, let me tell you, for, you don't necessarily have to suffer. You can, for the you amount can have both. Yeah. that you walk, I feel like that's just a useful purchase, even if your knees yeah, are Yeah, I agree with that hurting i mean yeah absolutely i i think that i i'm at a, a stage now where i'm like you know what every new yorker should you should just be wearing comfortable shoes you're, you're walking you're going up and down subway steps every day yeah. it's such a trek every day of your life um invest in some comfortable footwear and i never i don't know i remember being like 21 and being like yeah i don't wear yeah. cute shoes always uh and i am just beyond that i wear the same two pairs <laughs> and of I sneakers think we now all should be yeah i mean you could go the route of getting like really dope sneakers like that's the other way to go because mm-hmm. that's that's its own style thing you know you could get yeah. some like some you know nike air maxes or something like that Oh yeah. Side note, I like now I just was learned about the the I think it's Nike's that make the speaking of science and technology, this isn't science, but they now make those shoes that are so expensive, but they they don't have shoelaces and the whole thing is they conform to the shape of your foot when you oh, put them that. in. You like yeah. press what? the button and they go like Voop, and they like shape to the shape of your foot I don't know, or they're, the size I, of your foot they're not just the kind with the pumps with the you no, know little yeah. pump thing that they have when we were they're kids shoelaceless nikes and you have to charge them like a phone what it seems like a lot of work to me those <laughs> don't seem like they'd be fashionable yeah i don't know but it's like those shoes that were all the rage like it. 10 years ago with the um where you could see the toes and they were like supposedly the best oh, for yeah. running on the Vibram Earth, Earth like, They were nasty. Well, they were idiotic though. They, they were, were first insane. of all, they were never stylish. Like nobody was ever right. That was just a known Let thing. Let me see that they your were toes yeah. outlined. <laughs> yeah, they they, uh, they were moronic. Okay. Because I wasn't I sure if I was the only so one. On I'm like, this. I didn't wear that. It's like <laughs> being in the room with you, I'm getting all the heat. Okay, now let's figure out how we all feel about right Crocs. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, please, please tear us apart yeah. from one another, please. No, um, just, you know. <laughs> I think yeah. we should discuss opinions on all, like like Birkenstocks, Crocs. Let's go through it, you know? <laughs> See, I'm from how New England, so Birkenstocks were totally, I like, I, I partaked in that. Oh, yeah, partook, I partook. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounded wrong, but I, yeah. wore, I wore my Burks in, in high school. I wore them like every single day. I wore them throughout the winter. I'd wear some really nice wool socks with my Birkenstocks. Wait, they were so comfy. Like, are know? they sandals? Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, they're sandals. Okay, listen, <laughs> socks with sandals socks is sandals obviously guy? bad. But if you <laughs> wear like really this. nice wool socks with with Birkenstocks, Whoa. it looks good. It's a look. It's Does a look. It? I mean, it is a look. You're not wrong about that. It's a look in that. I don't know. Kind of look it is. <laughs> I mean, I went I to, to a private New England school. I don't know if you guys know about this with the LLB and slippers, the like fluff around the side. Like they're very much. Oh, you I guys know, know, you know LL Bean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know about. Okay. I know what LL Bean is. Because people on the West yeah. Coast, I don't think fully know LL Bean, but um, 
Yeah, these slippers were not supposed to be worn outside, and these girls, <laughs> myself included, would show up in our kilts and these these slippers in the dead of winter, and I was just like, this. Is it kind of like? Do they look like Uggs? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, like low moccasins. rise Uggs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I still own. I, I I mean, I brought them to L.A. and they're my slippers, but in the house. Yeah. I mean, you so know what? What I, you I wear inside the house is you know between you and your gods. Okay. Your Can you tell that to Suzanne? Because you know what? I like to wear. My my torn shirts at home is very comfortable. She doesn't like that. She's not cool with it. And hi, Suzanne, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're listening, but <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, I like I like to be comfortable, and I have these shirts that I've had for so many years. And and you know what? My pajama game is disgusting. If we're gonna go there, we oh, can really. Oh, that's a little weird. My clothes are not. Oh, disgusting. my head. Okay, they're, they're not dirty. They're just like, do I, I am I wearing sweatpants mm. that say? Leah's bat mitzvah oh. from 2005. I love that. Yeah, I, I mean they're great. These bat mitzvah presents were so. I have good. I have a lot of bat and bar mitzvah oh, t-shirts I bet you do. that I wear. Born and raised in New York. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's I have like a, all the swag before swag. I have was like a thing. bat mitzvah shirt that says like "Happy Bat Mitzvah, Natalie" in Elvish. I think actually it's like a Lord of the Rings theme. Bat mitzvah. So I, love it. <laughs> I never went to bat mitzvahs like that. Wow. Oh. Mine were like too cool it's for like school. Like the only kinds. kind I went. <laughs> you know, I feel like the rule with this podcast is is. You can only be on it if you're either Jewish or have been mistaken for being Jewish at some point. Because Rachel has. She's not Jesse, Jewish. Sorry, yeah, Rachel's not but Jewish. But Rachel 100% I thought was Jewish. There you go. Yeah. Yep. And Jesse obviously has. And then the rest of us are Jews. <laughs> right? We haven't had any, um, any Gentiles. I don't know what that well, says, but. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, we, don't have, we didn't have any Gentiles. And, and you're like, <laughs> we obvious Gentiles. But I forget. Ob- obvious Gentiles. <laughs> um, I'm a New York Yeah, Italian. that seems right. Yeah. It's our time to take it back. Well, who, who, who are we taking <laughs> one back know. from? I don't know. Oh I don't know. That? No, I don't know. <laughs> wow. We're doing a new thing here. We're going to actually bring Miriam in on the game and ask her what her worst film of the week was. So, yes. Jesse, why don't you uh, tee her up? Nice. I will do that. Yes. By wait, sorry. It's just Miriam's worst film in the week. Great. Okay. <laughs> you got so flummoxed. You were suddenly like opening all the tabs. Yeah. You can see the light on we your face as you're changing tabs. <laughs> like, what suddenly, you I was like, "Do you want me to introduce it?" And then, uh, okay. Miriam's worst feeling of the week. Today, I actually feel more jovial and more energized than I have in the last few weeks. But uh, work has been kicking my butt. It's just been, it's, I'm still working relatively similar nine to five hours. Um, but it's the constant back and forth, like frenetic and frantic calls and stuff that don't let me breathe. And so it's just been feeling really, um, insane. And then I have been feeling so, uh, stressed at figuring out and like failing at the balance the adult balance that we're always trying to strike of exercising cooking at home not spending money being social getting enough sleep going to work like all of those things I've been feeling miserably and have been so stressed and so a couple days ago I um like stressed to the point that when I was driving to work one day last week I was like I'm going to sit in the car for at least half of the ride like 35 40 minutes without any sound I want to see what this feels like to just sit in silence and I'm like a huge podcast buff and like I never have silence and I was like I gotta clear my brain so I'm feeling really uh, really stressed like that and trying to say yes to all these plans and also trying to have my me time and whatever and then I a couple days ago I got and this sounds like there's, I was thinking about how to tell the story and I was like, I have no idea. It sounds like I'm bragging about having too many friends, but I got like four texts in one day of the post 
post-holiday high that people have when they come back with they're like it's been so long let's catch up on your vacation when can Mm -hmm. we get together and I got Mm -hmm. a succession of like four or five in one day and a couple were from people that I see regularly and a couple were from people that I haven't seen in months and frankly like don't really need to see ever again besides on social media kind of thing like we saw we met up a couple time last year or whatever and I was so overwhelmed by all of these texts and I had yeah. no idea what to do and I almost wanted to cry as they started to like really come in throughout the day and I was like I do I I want to say no to all of them like I want to mm-hmm. say no to all of them but I and this is sort of worst case scenario Miriam's worst case scenario so the worst case scenario is and this is my, I was like, why do I stre- stress out? So, why do I say yes to everything all the time and never let myself not, you know, say no? And I think worst case scenario in my mind is that the invitations are going to stop coming and that oh, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. going to mm-hmm. just, we've discussed. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm just going to be, be seen as alone. the flaky friend, the friend that doesn't want right. to drive, the friend that, uh, and, and so I, I mm-hmm. say yes to everything. Yeah. And most mm-hmm. of the things people invite me to are fun. They're like, po- but they're like fucking full things like podcasts shows or dinners or whatever it's never like let's hang out for an hour and a half and then i can go home and cook dinner kind of thing it's if it's an extended hang and especially in the city it's like really really hard to do a casual like 30 minute drink kind of thing so i i say yes to everything and then i end up being so overcommitted. i have no time for myself and i think i'm and i was like i wake up and i'm not tired i'm not like it's not hard for me to open my eyes in the morning necessarily but it's like it's a burnout yeah which is so much worse than exhaustion I think like that I really don't know how to change um so when thinking of the plan Miriam's plan the plan (laughs) I don't know sorry I'm just these natural transitions they're just flowing to me and I'm catching everyone off guard you are you are killing it you are I am and I'm producing and hosting right now (laughs) um Mm -hmm. So for the plan, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, this isn't sustainable. Burnout is a real thing. I have to have me time. My real, the real ones are not going to, they're not going to think I'm flaky. I think at this point I've really set myself up for success. Like they know that I'm going to be good. Um, But I don't even want to really initiate stuff anymore because I'm so um, like overwhelmed and, and stressed. So I've been trying to figure out what I should do. May I? Please give me your advice. This has happened to me at times, and and I'm I'm the kind of person who likes to spend a lot of time alone because um, I I sort of have trouble multitasking, so I like to fully focus on whatever I'm doing. Mm. Um, and so I think that it's totally okay to disappear for a while, and you can even tell people that you can be like, yeah. "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut off my phone this week," or "I'm I'm gonna." Mute the group chat, which I feel like we've all muted the group mm-hmm. chat at some point. That's a that's a late twenty. Oh, what fucking decade of what century is it right now? Um, <laughs> nobody answered because nobody remembered. Yeah, I don't understand. How <laughs> I'm to like twenty third century. Like I don't. <laughs> I was like, it, was we're in the late twenty third century. Yeah, right, right. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. No, I think that like everybody gets it when you're like you're like I need a little while, and you can also. Like, I don't know. I just, I think being honest about that stuff really helps because then you don't feel like guilty about like, I'm not responding to this person. Yeah. So, ugh, I know I, I did that with a couple people, but only the people that I thought would be 
cool with it. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have to just do it with everyone. Like I have to just kind of set that boundary. So I told people like burnout, that's a really buzzy word that people seem to understand at this point. So I was like feeling yeah. really burned out. I'll hit you up in February, which felt insane to me. But I was like, Bro, what are you, it felt doctor? overly dramatic. No, I know. I'm like, I'm just doing my little <laughs> nine to five. Why do I feel so stressed? And everyone else seems to be managing perfectly fine. Um, no, no, the secret is that nobody is managing yeah. at all. And we're all like... Totally harried, totally exhausted and stressed out, even when we're not overworked. Yeah. I think you just pick in people pick and choose the things that they choose to focus on. And for some people, money is a bigger stressor. For me, I think it's really like seeing people. I would rather spend more money. To not see people? What are you saying Wait, right now? Yeah. What's going on? I, I'm you less would rather concerned. pay to not see people? You <laughs> can le- do that. You could. I mean. I mean, who do I pay to strip me of all of my texts just for like three <laughs> weeks? Um, I don't want to lose these friends. I just want to pause. I sometimes wish I could just mute all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. but And there's also like a difference, you know, if you have a friend who's coming to you who like really does need your, you know, help or advice right now and, and you know like making time for them but it, but if it is just a lot of you know like come to my party or like come come mm-hmm. to this bar thing or you know come come and you feel a need to to show face to not be forgotten then yeah then you know yeah. I, I think those those are the times when you can just say hey like I'm, I'm so busy right now but like I you know let's let's hang out in February when I have more you know time to yeah to, to see and, you i mean you guys are both like no one you, neither of you are blinking you're like yeah that's chill do that i do that all the time people do that i don't and i even when people say sorry i like i can't i'm i'm doing me or whatever i'm like good for you yeah, like right. it's never a bad <laughs> response but i'm like projecting weird insecurities that i know wouldn't actually come to be if I did do that, but it's just the fear of the like what ifs that's stressing me out. But I think you're right. And I like the the co-signing that's happening here of like, just send those texts, set, be explicit and be honest about just not feeling it. And then I think I could yeah. compensate by actually hitting them up with a plan moving forward of like, let's hang out again instead of just disappearing into the ether forever. But because I've gotten that that thing where you're like, okay, I have to say yes to every event, every like everybody's show, everybody's thing, just to kind of pop up and show my face and show them that I'm alive. But then you know, it's just if it's just stresses you out, it's that's. Are you both telling your... me you don't want to be on the podcast anymore? Is that what's happening right <laughs> I... now? <laughs> I just like have all these friends being like, "Hey, can you host this podcast?" <laughs> it's just so now on, from now on, it's just me alone telling everybody how badly I feel. So this week, I feel you like would love that. <laughs> I mean, just that was the idea rip. initially. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is, uh, I mean, I'll report back. I think this is going to be a constant, um, theme in my life. I've definitely noticed it in the last like half year since being like in this new job that it's been, this has been the hardest stressor. So, um, I'll keep you updated, but I think I'm just going to start sending those. I'll hit you up in a few weeks. Yeah. Kind of texts and then slowly start to reconnect with those people as I feel inclined and also just not stretching myself thin. Like I used to really drive all over the city to go see, see people and I'm already, cutting that down she, she says from north this. hollywood in my in my house <laughs> like true. an hour from her house true well okay so that's sort of is tangentially related in some ways to the <laughs> ttfo hot seat the ttfo hot seat god it sounds so good is that good i felt, felt yeah. a little weird on that one that was incredible the yeah TTFO hot seat. It's just having yeah. A, get lower with it. <laughs> You're like physically scratching too. Yeah, it. my shoulders are going higher and higher. 
And I'm sounding like a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) That did sound like a pirate. Yeah. But, um, okay, this article was super interesting. And I think we all will have some thoughts. It's from the New York Times. Dare I say it's... Failing New York Times. Yeah. From a week ago. (laughs) Title is A Former Night Owl's Guide to Becoming a Morning Person. Jesse, you already said you're a night owl, right? I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like any opinion I give right now, whilst doing a podcast at Damn one a.m. 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> about you know whether you should stay up late and do shit is <laughs> like yes, but Jesse, go to sleep, go the fuck to sleep. Yeah. Um. I. I. No. I. I, I thought this was a really interesting read. I, I don't. I don't know if we need to like give Take a, it away. a background on the article anymore. Than yeah, why don't we give a little um, summary, especially because I'm not going to lie. I didn't read it. I'm so sorry. I meant to. What <laughs> shit happened today? It was crazy. I turned around. So let's give a little summary for Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, I read bu- the title. Believe me, I am... I didn't even read the title. So here for just opening just tabs, just, reading two words. <laughs> Let me just explain it. So basically, uh, this, this uh, author wow. was talking about how... Um, the they used to be a night owl and then they literally like shifted and made some serious specific changes to their routine and how it is possible and why we should be doing it and there's some interviews with some doctor yeah founder of this menlo park psychiatry and sleep medicine clinic i thought that doctor was fascinating but basically there's some super specific tips in here and a couple of them really resonated with me um and one of the main things in the article was they said, I mean, I honestly felt like I was being read to filth here because one thing was, it's been a hard day. Aren't you entitled to just one more episode is how the article basically starts, which is you work this long hour. Mm -hmm. Most of us work more than nine to five. You sit down on the couch. You've had so few hours in the day to just relax. And so you're like, bedtime is is here, but one more, you deserve it. And suddenly that, because Mm -hmm. you have so few hours in the day, so it feels like a self, like a justifying thing. To which my first question is, I always, this is how I feel about ordering food to my house. I'm like, self-care, self-care. And using that as justification and that's in itself super toxic. And so this whole like, you need to be going to sleep. You need to be making yourself bored at night with simple, minimal to zero screens, doing things Mm -hmm. like listening to music or crossword puzzles or reading or sitting in like literally boring yourself so that you go to sleep earlier because if you have anything entertaining to keep you up you're going to keep pushing it because we have so few hours to relax and then if you get one good night's sleep the article says that should those effects don't even hit you for days down the line so one good night is not going to reverse exhaustion and that in fact you won't even know if you had a good night's sleep until it's not how you feel when you wake up because night owls will never feel well rested in the morning it's how you feel in the afternoon you know Mm -hmm. and so it just sort of talked about the ways in which we're all living in a constant state of exhaustion and how it's um uh possible to to fix that but it involves like really hard work and you can transform yourself. I'm personally a morning person. Um, but I really liked some of the things that the article was saying, like one other thing, I don't know if this resonates with either of you guys was saying that this doctor recommends having something fun or desirable to look forward to in the morning before work or before your, your day's activities. Um, and a way to, because you need to schedule exciting things in the morning so that when you wake up, you have a thing whether it be walking the dog, whether it be sitting and reading something like you have it and not just like, I might do this tomorrow. Like it's in your schedule yeah, yeah. and that having that mm-hmm. in the routine as the sun is coming up 
gives you structure and um the sun is coming up jesus how early are we talking like surfing you know i guess maybe that's more of a it said like how surfers get up in the morning to catch those waves they're like (laughs) surfers are some of the happiest people around and they're getting up so damn early and it's because they have an activity that they're looking forward to that involves sun and natural light um and exercise and exercise which like i'm not even at that point i'm just like let me sit on the couch for 20 minutes and read my book before i have to go that is my morning like water exactly (laughs) drinking a full glass of water is also something they say is really and getting good. light and i learned this also when i was like getting over jet lag that's something you should really do is is like get sunlight mm-hmm. you know first thing yep that's exactly um, what the article like, talks changes about. your body's chemistry or something um it did say i will say it did say at the end as a counterpoint that there are some people who are yes i'm gonna pull it up chronotypes, chronotypes. yeah who like are the if you're just like a hardcore night owl and nothing can change it you might be a chronotype but it, it said that that's like a very small number and often you'll go like well i'm just a night owl but like you're not actually right there's a rare number of chronotypes i guess who walk amongst us didn't it say um, if that's the case um can give up i think it says give <laughs> up Okay, <laughs> Justin did not read the article. No, no I think I'm pretty sure um, I read the article. This is like in high school when I wouldn't have read the book, but I could still, I still was <laughs> the part key of the to success. Well, if you're a BSer, you're in the Interesting was that it's, it it suggested that maybe evolution programmed. It says according to like this doctor, evolution may have programmed some people to sleep earlier and others to sleep later yeah. to make sure quote the village was being watched as much as possible through the night. No, that's cool. Uh, I love yeah. that. Watching, but the that village. the excitement of our digital world has made matters worse. Um, that there are so many people who are just night owls because, like you said, because you want to watch that other right. know, next episode of Netflix because you can because it just starts playing. How are you going to stop that? Right. <laughs> um. I yeah. I I am. Um, I always find this difficult. Also in a creative profession where, mm-hmm. um, like when I was doing a show regularly, um, like eight shows a week, Oof. you would be in that show until ten p.m. Uh, that like that you know your 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 work day didn't start until 7 p.m at night um and then you you're in the show till 10 p.m you by the time you get home it's often like 11 30 midnight you're kind of hungry Ugh. again at that point yeah so I was always like eating a slice of pizza that's that's, that's not good but um but it, it was always so hard to kind of you know you you get home and you're you're like amped up from doing a right. show and, um, you know, running around on stage and suddenly you're, you're awake again. And, and if your day doesn't start till 7 PM, you know, what are you, right. are you waking up at 5 AM? Yeah. Um, but I will say I have tried to recently cause my, my, my brother is really good at this. He, he, um, he's gotten into the habit of like getting up. He, he will try and get up at 5 AM to write. Mm. Um, and then, and he'll like go to the gym early in the morning. And, you know, by the time he gets to work, he's like been up for hours. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, and, and that's not to say that he's perfect at it every day, but, but, um, I, I really admire Does he his go to, sp- go to bed um, earlier? And yeah, and he and he goes to bed, you know, earlier. So does he go to bed um, at like he gets up at that. five? Does he go to bed at nine? Sometimes I think I think at like nine, ten. Um, oh, but you know, and and like he's like I said, it's it's not something that um, 
you know, it's it's something to you have to work to at work and at. practice. And, and yeah, and that you know, so sometimes some days you can do it, and some days you can't. It goes that's back fine. to my worst feeling, where my gut is to be like, if I go to bed at nine, that's my whole life basically yeah, yeah. that I'm sacrificing for sleep, and it's mm-hmm. it really is this constant thing you have to try this prioritization game that you have to play. And I think what the article mm-hmm. is basically saying is everything else in your life will improve if you do this right you'll feel more like you like yeah. work more you're happy like the, well, the things that we know sucks see that's yeah my, my <laughs> whole thing is like when i'm on a job that is many hours and unpleasant that's that's when that's, i'm most prone to these things because then i'll come home and i'll be like you know what fuck it i haven't gotten to enjoy my day at all i'm gonna do some things that i enjoy and it's it's funny hearing you articulate that because it's exactly the words mm-hmm. i've told myself and then you screw yourself over. Exactly. Like I mean, four hours I the, reading the first article, and I literally sent this to my sister immediately because we always talk about we've had such a shitty day. We're gonna just right. for some people it's drinking. You know, let me just drink a beer. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you drink a whole bottle of wine in one random Tuesday night, or like for me it's let me just keep watching TV. Like it's fine. I deserve it. Right. And while part of that is like good, we're we're rewarding ourselves and we're we're letting ourselves breathe or whatever. It, this article immediately was like don't do it. Don't tell yourself you've had a bad day every night to watch more episodes. Go to sleep earlier than you think you need to. And it's, oh. now, what is also interesting, and I, I, I tried to refine this. I, I'm going to find it. Um, but there, I remember there was a, somebody had made a, a diagram on Twitter a year ago. That's so vague. But, um, but it was a, it was an author that I follow who was uh, diagramming what, uh, the, the the writing patterns of other authors, how mm. there are a lot of people who do get mm-hmm. up at 5 a.m. And, and write in the mornings, but then there are a lot of people who are like, I can't write. Like, right. I don't feel, you know, like my brain can't start writing until, you know, like midnight to 2 a.m. And then I like change my sleep cycle. Like I'll sleep from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. or whatever it is um, and get that eight hours that way. Um, and it, it, was, it was interesting to read how, how like some – there were just there were there were famous authors in every section of the day. Um, you know, everyone like some people swore by waking up yeah. early, and some people swore by writing late at night. And it just sort of kind of depends on what works for you. I so guess, I also hate to. Yeah, I guess this article is sort of know. like just get a better understanding of who you are and how you operate, and then try to yeah. make that part the most successful. Like it wasn't necessarily shaming night owls; it was just saying like. Totally. But also, and also not like, I mean, cause again, I, I'll say for myself, like I, I, you know, I'm sure I, I, I would love to be a morning person right. and I, and I know I can be if I just do the things that this article says. <laughs> um, and that even when you're doing a show, you know, if, if I, when I'm like getting out at, at 10 PM, if you can still just get in the habit of just going mm-hmm. home and, and not, eating a big yeah. like second dinner yep. or like or watching a bunch of netflix because you're like well oh, enough now. i love you know, just second of, dinner and netflix yeah. i love second oh, dinner and netflix that's like my favorite thing netflix. in the world <laughs> you're like well i'm up and i'm hungry again because it's been like yeah. six hours since the right. last meal yeah truly because it's midnight <laughs> see now i'm like it's 10 o'clock here i want to go i'm gonna go home and i want to watch tv but now can i watch mm-hmm. tv um <laughs> Okay, here's here's the other thing. What are you going to watch? Because I find that if you watch something like Mindless, it can have the same effect as as those things that slow you down, like like you were saying. Mm. Okay, so what I was going to watch is definitely not Something Mindless. Your brain off. Well, it's sort of Mindless, but it's involved. Um, I'm just catching up on you. So it's oh, like yeah. a whole serial killer it seems like, like drama. It's anything like, that's it's real plot-driven like that is not a good idea. Yeah. Watch I can't like, half-watch. 
Watch one of these like garbage shows. Yeah, I, feel like. I know. Or I always also hear, and I actually, I'm outing myself. I've never really watched it. I've always meant to. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but uh, that the Great British Bake Off. Oh it. hell yeah, love it. Oh yeah. my god, unbelievable. No late night show. That's, no, that'll get that, me going. That'll. I oh, will, that rolls you up. That's not true. I, I did watch that. like the first season of it. I just never like continued to catch back up with it. Um, that's a but great. I, Accents yeah, a lot. I, I, it's so like the, the episodes I remember watching, I was always like, "This is nice. This is relaxing, and you can just—it's like a good night lullaby, you know." Oh, that's a great place to uh, end the show. To I end. think. Right? Yep, I love that. I love that. Yep. Well, um, should we should we do our plugs? Yeah, let's do some pluggies. Let's do some plugs, plugs, plugs. <laughs> Plug rallies. Um, Jesse, where can we find <laughs> the you? Italian. <laughs> Plagarel. Is that good? Is that good? Real <laughs> that was amazing. Plagarel. Oh. <laughs> I just I was thinking of that wow. Italian word. Italians uh, everywhere sorry, quaking. Sorry, did you say Justin or Jesse? Plagarel. Um, <laughs> that's that's Oh, the New American York Italians? Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plagarello on Jesse Plagarello. Your mouth looks like it's stuffed with cotton balls. <laughs> that's my brother, you know? Oh, amazing. Uh, Jesse, where can we find man. you? I you can find me on the internet um uh, on okay, on next. Twitter I <laughs> moving right along uh yeah no you can find uh, me Jesse Canazaro on Twitter I am at Jess Canazaro and on Instagram I am at Jesse Explores and that's my Jesus. social media. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you like, what are you gonna give I out? I was like, like, do I have a LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah, your LinkedIn. And my LinkedIn. <laughs> Each about episode, your... we have to say a different social network right. is what we have to shout out. <laughs> yeah. What about your Mandy.com page? Do you have a Mandy page? Um, do they still use Mandy? Um, I do. Live journal. I think I do. I've never used it, but I get emails. Yeah, so. I do too, actually. Uh, find me on Mandy. <laughs> That sounds. Uh, that's Manny is like the industry. Okay, I was side. like, or it this was sounds like, like yeah. an Ashley Madison or something. It is not Ashley like Madison networks. <laughs> Jesus, aren't you in LA? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> Justin, where, where can we find your uh, your work? All right, and on on both Twitter and Instagram, I am Justin H Kroll. Did you see that? That was so smooth. I knew exactly what I was saying. You I knew prepped. What the things you were. looked up your stuff. Oh, I did. Oh, I looked right. it up. I don't know. Should I share my Mandy? I don't know. <laughs> Save it for next episode. I episode panicked. eight. <laughs> and and how about yeah. you, Miriam? What do you got? Um, just recently made my Instagram private again because I was getting a lot of creepers. So oh, you're gonna really? have to hit that follow. I know. Hey. Bummer. Miriam underscore Tinny T I N N Y and Twitter at Miriam Tinberg, where I mainly just creep, but. Feel free to hit me. With, I mean, I literally no, have like a hundred followers. You mean you lurk? You don't creep. <laughs> You're not one of those people sending creepy messages. Oh, creepy DMs. Okay, first of all, you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I guess She's in lurking. my mind, creep is like chilling, <laughs> creeping. But you're right. That has like maybe a more aggressive connotation. Right. I'm lurking. Okay. Until next time, I'm Miriam Tinberg. I'm Jesse Canazaro. And I'm Justin Kroll. And we're trying, trying to, to feel, feel okay. okay. Okay, Jesse was lagging. Okay, but now I can I can like her up and post. So she so that was well. the no, best man. we've ever. That done. was really good. That's because we were like we were in sync. We were yeah, like yeah. well, you're in the same contact. room, okay? No, I know. Jesse, you're at a you, gotta get, you gotta get out 6, here. Six thousand miles so away fun. or whatever. <laughs>